Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 442. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we'll be talking football for the next couple of hours. Hey, I was supposed to come on the show and say Happy Canada Day, because the show was supposed to be yesterday, but hey, there was too much going on on Canada Day, so we decided to put it off till today, and today it is. So anyhow, happy belated Canada Day to everybody out there. Hey, show your beaver. Um, yeah, so where are we going with this tonight? Uh, ah, we're going to talk some football. I, I really don't have anything to rant about. I'm just, you know, this whole ongoing negotiations or lack thereof with the CFL league head office, hey, Randy Ambrosi and the CFLPA seems to have taken a bit of a turn to the positive. And uh, that's a good thing. But then we still don't know whether or not we're going to get football this year. And we really probably shouldn't. But they're still talking about a truncated season starting in September with no preseason games, a short training camp, and come in for straight nine games and let's play some football. Uh, I'd love to see that. It, they're talking hub cities, Regina, Winnipeg, Hamilton, um, uh, Burlington. Uh, uh, Burlington, isn't that in Alabama? I don't know. Anyhow. Uh, I'm confused. I don't really care. I I don't care if I see football this year. There's enough shit going on that we don't have to worry about football. But anyhow, we're just going to do it and see what happens. And uh, so be it. And all sorts of bad things are happening around the world and everything else. And we're we're, we're whining and crying about football? Come on. Seriously? Okay, I'm going to open up the mics right now because I really don't have much to rant about. Charles is going to be late, or at least he says he's going to be. He's not here. He didn't give me a phone number. So we're going to start off with Mark. Welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Trying not to melt in this sun heat. Um, but I don't know if you saw, Christopher, according to 3Down, the latest thing coming out is um, if there is a hub city, it'll be a Winnipeg. I don't pay attention to three down there idiots and they have no idea what they're talking about the majority of the time. And you can't dispute that. that. So because they said it's Winnipeg, it absolutely means it's not going to be Winnipeg. (laughs) Okay. I I would have been upset with that. It's kind of like Will picking the BC Lions. You just don't (laughs) want it to happen, right? Okay. Uh, Yeah. Well, if it's Winnipeg, it's Winnipeg. If it's not, it's not. I don't give a shit. It's about hotel space. It's about containment. It's about quarantine. Uh, I still don't know how they're going to get players across the border from America. They're not essential workers. Uh, They've already okayed it for the NHL. They did, eh? Jet players are coming up in the next week or two. There's only one Winnipeg jet in Winnipeg right now. Yeah, well, are are the majority of them are American players? Uh, American and European. Really, you don't have any Canadians yeah. playing for the Winnipeg Jets? Sorry uh, to hear that. I think we probably we probably have the least Canadians of the Canadian teams. Well, that's kind of dickish, don't you think? <laughs> I'm just just throwing that out there, but you know, don't you think that a Canadian game should have Canadian players? 
Uh, I'm just I'm just throwing out there. You're not being very Don Cherry right now, okay? <laughs> oh, you mean the guy who wanted to kick all the European uh, junior hockey players back to their home countries? Hell yeah. Because he did have, actually come out with that statement that there should be no recently European players in the in the CHL. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure I disagree with him. I do. Alexander sure Ovechkin would not him. be in the NHL. What's that? Alexander Ovechkin would not be in the NHL. I disagree with that statement. I love Alexander Ovechkin. Yeah. I, it, it's just like, you know, Americans coming up and taking CIS spots in, in the university level. And, you know, and, and then we wouldn't have any Canadians for our ratio. Think about that for a second. If the, Can- if the Americans all came up here and got scholarships and came in and played football because they're, you know, better quality football players, whatever. Um, what American What American is going to come to the CIS? <laughs> I, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank it, you, it's Will. A, it, it, I, I, I'm not disputing that, okay? I'm just saying what if. Anyhow, welcome to the show, William. How you doing, I wanna, buddy? I want to I wanna come to Canada so 27 people will watch me every Saturday afternoon. <laughs> 28 I mean, if my I'm mom comes. To, I'm not trying to downplay Canadian football, but I kind of am. You know, getting, you have getting back to 300 people. Well, getting back to Mark, what Mark was talking to before we started the show about being so humid in Winnipeg. And so hot in Winnipeg. I, the funniest thing is, I lived in Winnipeg for 23 years. I never had air conditioning. And it used to be, it used to be the excuse of why I didn't come home till five o'clock in the morning. Okay. Yep. It was too hot. Yep. It was too hot to sleep anyways. And so, now, but here, I, here I don't understand. Okay, Vancouver has the highest level of humidity anywhere around, right? I mean, they're 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 sixty yeah. percent humidity on a dry day. Okay, and yeah. they get up to yeah. thirty two degrees, thirty three degrees. It's not really that hot. What are you whining about being twenty six degrees oh. and twenty six percent humidity? That's nothing. It's, it's a cake 40, You guys are just whiners. Forty one Celsius today with the humidity. 41. No, 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 no. We're not talking about with the humidity. We're just talking about temperature and then a humidity percentage, okay? Because that's what we got to do here. 33 degrees and 60% humidity. Then we're talking hot. Right now, you're not talking hot. You're not even talking muggy. You don't understand the humidity here, Christopher. You've never been here. There's Will, no difference. Humidity is humidity. <laughs> I've been to Vancouver many, many times. Trust me, you walk outside in this humidity, you're immediately soaked. You walk it's, literally it's 20, 26% humidity is not humid. It's absolutely inhuman in Winnipeg when it gets like that. It's just, it's gross, it's well, disgusting. Wh- and let me, let me finish my story. Okay, okay, so okay, I, moved okay. to, I, moved, I moved to Calgary. And the first month I'm here, it's like 37 one day, and it's pretty hot. And I don't, once again, I don't have air conditioning, and I live on the 19th floor of an apartment building. 
So I open all my windows, including my patio door. I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, and it's like a hurricane going through my apartment (laughs) because it does cool down in Calgary because you get the winds in Calgary. And it was like, oh, my God. Anyways, I have a... I, I now have central air conditioning in Calgary, and I use it probably four times a year because it never gets that hot, and it's not humid here at all. No, so, it's not. I, I, I don't not disagree with that. But if you, you can't compare 26 degrees, 26% humidity with 60% humidity. You can't do we it. You guys don't know what humidity. hot – you said that you <laughs> – What's your humidity at? Let me see if I can find I'll it. I'll go look app. at the weather network right now and find go ahead. out. Oh, my God. Stop it already. <laughs> right now, I'll tell you Vancouver's like, like, got more humid. Holy shit. Humidity uh, yeah. in Vancouver right now is 88%. Okay. So what's the humidex temperature? Uh, it's 12 it's it's fucking cold there right now, okay? But it's 88% humidity, okay? 88, okay? I don't think Winnipeg's ever had 88% humidity. We've had 100% most of the summer, every summer since I've been born. 100% we humidity. We get 100% humidity, yes. You know how, you know, Chris, you know how you talk all the time about how we don't know how cold it is in Vancouver when it's minus one, it's yeah, bone exactly. chilling cold? That okay, you've never you've never experienced the humid summer in Winnipeg. It's the grossest thing on the face of the earth. I, I'm not it's, disputing it's that. Insane. I mean, it, it, it's Winnipeg in general is the grossest place on in the planet. Okay, and we're just not even going to go there. Okay, but uh, you've got a humid. Oh, your humidity in Winnipeg right now is 66 percent, with the temperature of 28 degrees. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what did you say it was in Vancouver right now? Oh, it's 88% and 14 but the temperature, degrees. temperature. 14. Okay, 14. so it's a tad warmer in Winnipeg right now, Christopher, no matter what well, way I, you can spin it. No doubt about it. But you didn't, you didn't say 66% humidity. You said 27 or 28% humidity. No, I said And that's not humid. I said the temperature. Oh. Okay, we're, we, we can go back and review this just afterwards, okay? Like, this is a thing. Can we talk about football, please? Talk about football. Well, somebody wants to be my you friend. Know. No, it's got no teeth. Uh, oh <laughs> must be a Saskatchewan Rough Rider fan. Uh, <laughs> God, I love this thing. Okay, so, hey, we're going to – we get we're, – we're really not um, – on the ball here with our football scores. Okay, we're going to talk football now. Okay, and every week we we pick our football who we're going to win, who's going to win this year, this week in our schedule, right? And we know that the schedule is kind of iffy in that and everything else. But okay, just so that the guys at home are who listen to the show and the, you know whatever, um, what we do you. is we have we have Stephen Sparksman, Sparky, and he does he keeps track of everything for us. He did this last year with our, our, our picks and everything else, kept posting them and everything else. Um, so he takes a look at this, and then what he does is he, he has a randomizing dice 
game or app or whatever, and he, he picks the scores for the football games with these random dice throws, okay? And uh, it's kind of weird. But um, so then we know who wins the games, even though we know that there's no football games, but we're just having fun because we're picking the games, and the dice are, are, are telling us who wins. And so last week we had two ga- three games. We had Saskatchewan against Hamilton, Calgary and Winnipeg, and Edmonton and B.C. Well, the final score between Saskatchewan and Hamilton was Saskatchewan 59 and Hamilton 50. So the Ticats were the losers and the Riders victorious. And um, so out of that, what happened here? Charles picked Hamilton. Uh, Will picked Hamilton, Mark picked Hamilton, and CJ picked Saskatchewan. So I get two points for this. Yay! Yay! yay. Peanut gallery goes wild. Uh, The Calgary game. The Calgary game. Yeah, a bit of a mismatch here. Calgary, Winnipeg, uh, two powerhouses in the West. Uh, Bo Levi Mitchell's not been playing all that well, and Zach Caleros is on his game. Uh, Calgary, 14. Winnipeg, 34. Adam Big Hill has a great game up the middle there, and defense is just stomps on Calgary. So um, Charles picked Winnipeg, Will picked Calgary, Mark picked Winnipeg, and CJ picked Winnipeg. Will, you lost that game. Uh, you lost your your 0 and 2 actually. Um, Edmonton, Edmonton plays BC. Yay! The crowd goes wild. Um, BC is 2-0 and on the season so far. Winnipeg was 1-1. One and one. Winnipeg puts up a massive 61 points. BC's defense just sucks. And, oh, oh, what? Edmonton's defense is worse? BC puts up 75 points. Wow, crowd goes wild. Eee! Uh, BC, uh, Charles picks BC. Will, Mark, CJ all pick BC. So, um, on the year, Charles has 18 points. Uh, CJ has 18 points, Mark is 14, and Will has six. Six points, Will, really? That's kind of embarrassing. Okay. Um, it is. So, so, this, so the rankings, league rankings this week so far, and we're doing one division, okay? We're not doing the East-West thing. Uh, BC has six points. They're three and O. Oh. Saskatchewan is two and O oh because they had a bye. Winnipeg is 2-0. They had a bye. Toronto is 2-0. They had a bye. Uh, Edmonton is 1-2. Calgary is 1-2. Ottawa is 0-2. Montreal is 0-2. And Hamilton is 0-3. At the bottom of the league, Hamilton is 0-3. So that's kind of what we do. We pick the score. We don't pick the scores. We just pick who's going to win. So, Let's just go over to the schedule for this week and how many games we've got. We should have four games in week four, and we do. We have Ottawa-Montreal, and we have Winnipeg and Edmonton. Ooh, tough game that's going to be. Calgary and Toronto. And BC and Saskatchewan. Oh, that's going to be a great game. Okay, so Charles is not here. William. Ottawa, Montreal. Who's gonna Who's gonna win this game? <laughs> who's the home team? Uh, Montreal's the home team. They get a five point bonus, and they are also the uh, Ottawa is. Ugh, Ottawa's higher up in the rankings. No, they're t- kind of tie. 
I don't think we should offer the five points there, Sparky, okay? So let's just say Ottawa and Montreal, who are both 0-2, uh, there's no premium on, on, on that. So we're just going to – home team gets five bonus points, and that's Montreal. Taking Ottawa, taking Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, I'm taking Montreal. You're taking Montreal. Go Montreal. Yep. Mark, what Go are you going to do here? Go else, yeah. Would this be the game on the Vegas line betting that just said no line? I believe that's correct. Yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll take Montreal. You're taking Montreal? Yeah. Okay, I'm uh, going to jump the bandwagon here, and I'm going to take Ottawa. I love the red blocks. And there you go, just like that. Uh, Winnipeg, Edmonton. Edmonton being the home team. Edmonton, oh, no, Winnipeg is higher in standing, so the points are a wash. William, Winnipeg, yeah. Edmonton. I'm well, going to put you down for Winnipeg because I kind of know that one. Thank you. Thank and, you. Mark, you're going to pick Winnipeg, aren't you? Yes. Uh, you know what? Yeah, so am I. Just because I can't step out too much. Calgary, Toronto. Toronto's the home team. Toronto has the higher standings. They're going to get a 10-point bonus. Oh, William, please. This is, this is so unrealistic. It's not funny. It's Sparky made it up, and he's a Calgary Stampeder fan, okay? So yeah, if you okay. have a problem with it, take it up with Sparky. I have a problem with it, and I've taken it up numerous times. How on earth do you have more points in three games than you've had in the last six years. Because we're picking the winners, Can not the points. That to me? Okay. Can yes, I am. I'm, explain, I'm explaining okay. it to you. We're picking the winning team, not the point spread. Anyways. Yeah, I yeah, usually yeah. pick the Anyways. right teams. I just don't pick the right points. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, Calgary. Of course you are. I already wrote it down. Uh, Mark, what are you going to do here? You said that Calgary's got an extra 10 points. No, Toronto does. Toronto, Toronto does. does. Toronto, Toronto does. does. Yeah. What the hell? I'm taking Toronto. You're going to take T.O., eh? I'm going to take uh, T.O. Calgary's on their way down there. Calgary, Calgary's not doing well. They're 1-2 in the season. Toronto is 2-0. Yep. Oh. The Argos are They're on a roll there uh, with uh, the Matt Nichols as their quarterback, eh? Can't lose that. Okay, uh, CJ, who are you going to pick here? This is a tough call. I, you know what? I just, I'm going to go out there and because and, Bo Levi Mitchell's he's having shoulder problems. I'm going to take the Argos. Okay. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> and the last game of the week is the BC Lions against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Now BC has the five points for being the uh, the higher-ranked team, and Saskatchewan has five points being the home team, so the points are a wash. William, BC yep. Saskatchewan. Yep. I'll never pick Saskatchewan, so BC. I know that. I just had to have you say it, because there you go. Uh Mike Riley, he's just absolutely on a roll this year. He's steamrolling through the this, this season, and he is worth every penny yeah. of that $725,000 well, no, a year. You didn't hear after the first game of the season he got knocked out and Vinny Testicle Jr. is in. 
No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Hashtag he's fake, fake news. By storm. Hashtag fake storm. news. Write, give me a break. I write for Three Down Nation. Come on. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There's my boy. It's garbage. Mark. Saskatchewan, BC. Even Point spreads even. There's no line on these BC. two teams. I'm taking Saskatchewan then. No, oh, and I just looked, and I was wrong about Three Down calling it um, Winnipeg, the Hub Nation. It's Rod Peterson actually who broke it. Three Down reported oh, that Rod Peterson it. broke it. So. Oh, okay. Well, then it might be true. Be interesting. Only, yeah. Okay, and I, I, I'm sorry, I have to take BC. They, I mean, hey, they're they're ripping up this league right now, so we're gonna take the BC Lions. So that there's the scores. What's going on? We got to get uh, Charles to get the, the the first three. I put him down for the BC over Saskatchewan. I kind of he's a homer, so he's gonna take BC. Um, so Sparky, there it is. There's where it is, and you're gonna have to um, pick it up with Charles and see what happens. Because he, he might be in here in a little bit. We'll, we'll ask him. So that there's our weeks in review preview. I kind of like that one. Um, okay, so there's a few things that were on last week's thing that we didn't get to that I'd like to because they're they're kind of cool. And there's some ridiculous things on here uh, that we're not even going to talk about. But let's go to CFL gives PA a guide, guiding principle statement. Did you guys see this? Yep. Did you read it? This is pretty pretty amazing, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, it says you're going to take it this way. You're going to bend over, and you're going to put a smile on your face because that's the way it's going to be. Right? Isn't that kind of what you saw? And every single league in the world is doing the exact same thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, so what they're doing is they're uh, they're saying this is what's going to happen. We don't know what's going on with this season yet. Uh, the CBA expires next year. We're going to extend it because there isn't a season this year. We'd like to do this long term, and these are our terms. Yeah, don't like it. Don't play football. Uh, pretty much, eh? Ooh, ooh, who is this? Three Down Nation? Oh, did you guys read the comments? CFLPA receives guiding principles statement regarding CBA as opposed to principal. Uh, it basically says that it's the head person at a school. You would think that Justin Dunk, the editor-in-chief of Three Down Nation would check his grammar. <laughs> oh, my good Lord. Would you like to subscribe to Three Down Nation for $3? No. Okay, so, uh, William, what do you think of this? Is this uh, just being a, a dictatorship-like of Randy Ambrosi, or... Do you think that the the, yeah. the league is in a bad position right now, and that the uh, CFLPA is going to have to toe the line and come together? I mean, the teams are bleeding money right, left, and center right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What What's your thoughts on this? My thoughts on this is uh, 
the owners can do whatever they want to do. And let's face it, they're the ones with the money. Yeah. So, so come play football, guys, and we'll pay you. You don't want to do that, then stay at home and we won't pay you. And then next year we can start all over again if you survive next year. So, I don't know. I I, I hate when employers have an advantage, an advantage, but right now they do have an advantage. And you got to toe the line and you got to do what they say. And, well, we'll talk about something later. About we will. another yeah. big mouth play, about another big mouth player, but it's like just, just shut up, okay? Take what you can get this year, because I don't even at this point in time, we don't know what it's going to be. I, I personally don't, don't think there should be a season, but that's just me. Um, if they yeah, get I to play nine I, games I, starting in September, be thankful for half your wages. And I'd love to see a season this year, but. Uh, so would I. I just don't think there will be. There shouldn't be. I always want to see football. I I don't know why the season's only six months, four months long. I I want it to be like nine, ten months long, like hockey. Right? And they say it's all about safety. Well, like, like, just expand the roster. Have more players. And then play more games. I like that idea. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should have a. Maybe you know what we should do. Maybe we should have a COVID league and a non-COVID league, and the two finalists play against each other in the final. What do you think? I don't know. I'm getting hungry. I didn't have dinner tonight. Um, Mark, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, Guidelines of principles. You know what? Charles spelt it right. He got the right word in the headline. Three Down Nation got it wrong. Okay? You know, this whole thing. Way to go, Charles. The the whole thing, yeah, for sure, Will, it's in the owner's court here. And it is the time to renegotiate the CBA. Because it's not like they're going to restart next year and everything's going to be right back to normal. You know, the riders made $8 billion and everything else. No. Everybody's going to lose money probably next year, too. Because there's all the restart up costs, everything else. And then the year after that, well, okay, we'll be starting to catch up. So, yeah, the players are going to have to take a hit here. And it sucks because so many of them really don't make a lot of money when you really think about it. The guys that are, you know, the Zach Caleros, the obvious of Mitchell, Riley, they're not worried about taking a 50% pay cut or no money at all. They're not that worried about it. The guys making down at the bottom, yeah. So you're going to have to take a pay cut. But it's better than nothing at all. I'm curious to see how much the um, league wants to lower the salary cap for next year. Yeah. This this was the year where the rookies were supposed to, uh, the minimum wage salary was supposed to go yeah. up substantially, wasn't it? It's supposed to go from 54 or 55, 56,000 dollars a year to 64. 
Isn't Something that what like it was? That, yeah. yeah. I think that's what yeah. it is, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. No. So the uh, Players Association has filed a grievance against the league. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. That's all I got to say there. Okay. Uh, let's. We're just going to move on from this because there's really not much point in it. Uh, Regina would like to be the hub city. Is that a good idea? Well, uh, we believe that the hub city is going to be Winnipeg. So no, I don't think Regina is a good idea at all. I personally, I don't think Regina could do it. I, I don't think that they have the, the space and the availability to house nine teams and all of their staff and everything that goes on. I don't think they could do it. So, um, can Winnipeg Mark? Yes, simply because it, it's a location thing too. Um, New Mosaic is built right across the street from Old Mosaic. It's in a very industrial part of town. I'll, I'll say it nicely. It's in a very industrial part of town. IGF is built on a university that's closed. Online ah. classes. They have. Right. All those apartments and all the dorm rooms, everything else. All the meeting there's rooms, IGF, everything. There's IGF and there's also Bison Stadium that they can use for practices. They can't play games on it, I don't think, but um, they would be able to practice there. So there's technically two fields and everywhere you can stay. Okay. What's the the surface like in uh, Bison Stadium? Is it uh, artificial or is it natural grass? Oh, it's artificial. Okay. Okay. Well, um, let let's just wrap this right into another story here, and that is um, not on the on the schedule here, itinerary or. Uh, Agenda, sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. CFL MOP Brandon Bank says he will not play in 2020 unless the hub city is Hamilton. <laughs> Bye-bye. How, how do people think that they can do shit like this? Like, seriously, how can you do that? I guess he's not playing this year. It's it's just that simple. How do how you you don't give an ultimatum to the league like that? It's ridiculous. William, you love Brandon Banks. What do you have to say about this twerp? Yeah, you know what? He just doesn't want to give up his Chick Fil A job. Okay, you're not going to you're not coming to Canada unless unless you can stay in Hamilton. Otherwise, he's going to go work at a fast food restaurant for the rest of his life. You know what? Yeah. Shut up. Like, just Go shut home. up. Yeah. Go home. There's too many people that are you're talking not, that need to shut not, up. What? Do you think Do you think you're the Doug Flutie of the CFL? <laughs> not even close, buddy. Sorry. You're a wide receiver who's had some success, and five years from now, we won't even remember you. So yeah. just shut up. Play wherever they want you to play. And, you know, I mean... You're in love with Hamilton. If you're in love with Hamilton, man, you got a long way to go, buddy. Yeah. I just, I just, I, I can't say anything but shit on stuff like that. So I'm not going to okay. say anything. 
Okay, so let's let let's do this. This is almost like a pool. If the CFL plays this year in a hub city other than Hamilton, will Brandon Banks be playing? Will he put on a uniform? Yes or no? Yes. William? Yes. Okay. Yes. I happen to agree with that. He's a twerp. He makes he's just mouthing he makes off, and he's going to come and play football. What's that? Doesn't he make more than 200000 Yeah, I think so. So, say he makes right at two hundred, he's going to give up two hundred thousand bucks. No, hundred grand. And you know, That's Christopher, you made that comment about him throwing a shot at the CFL. Yeah, he's throwing a shot at his owner, who stuck by him with some very immature uh, things that he did when he first came this, up. This is very immature. He he it, has not matured. His owner's stuck by him, and now he's throwing shots at them. Unless it's there, I'm not coming. Oh, okay, so you're going to hurt your team just because it's not in Hamilton. Thank you. Oh, by the way, there's a new CBA going coming up. Um, you're at half-cut salary now. Where do you want to go? Like You're just stupid saying stuff like that. Mind you, it is Brandon Banks. Yeah, Maybe we can't he'll spend expect the entire summer it. doing pool parties. <laughs> yeah, we all know about those ones. Okay, uh, just as a uh, runner-up to this one here, we have Devarius Daniels. Uh, who does he play for now? He was with the Calgary Stampeders. Who's he with now? He was in Edmonton last year. He's in Toronto this year. Okay. Uh, he gave Randy Ambrosi in the CFL a ultimatum that says, I will give you until July 3rd, and if you haven't made a decision by then, I'm not playing football. Maybe Who Darrell Walker was smart to hold out. Maybe Darrell Walker's smart to hold out because a lot of top-end receivers are disappearing, apparently. <laughs> I, I just... I just—it's funny. We're not, we're not going to actually talk about this. I'm, we're just throwing it out there because I don't think these guys paid attention when they were at college in classes other than football because they're dumber than sticks. Let me let me just let me just add something about the various <laughs> Daniels. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Fly he, at it. He, he couldn't. He couldn't be the number one guy in Calgary, so he went to Edmonton. He couldn't be the number one guy in Edmonton, so he went to Toronto because Ryan Dinwiddie's there. Okay, this is a guy who's always had ambitions to be in the NFL. His daddy is a coach in the NFL, was a player in the NFL, must know everybody in the NFL, and this guy doesn't get a sniff. Just shut up, be grateful that you're playing professional football anywhere, dumbass, and just just shut up. Just gave, shut up. Gave Randy, gave Randy Ambrosi an ultimatum. I'm not playing if you don't decide by July 3rd. Like, give me a break. God, you are as dumb as a sack of hammers. I'm sorry. <laughs> Charles just popped up. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Let, let, let's bring Charles in just because we can. Uh, 
yeah, he's dumber than a bag of hammer handles. You gotta love him. He really is. Because, seriously. Oh, God. Blog Talks, being a bitch to you, Charles. Hang on. There we go. Studio. Oh, I didn't save that episode. Oh, shit. Oh, well. Well, we'll bring Charles in and we'll see what happens. Cancel. What's going on here? Okay. Um, Oh, better push this little button here. And uh, paste. Okay. So uh, moving on, we've uh, done with that. Um, Here's a, we'll we'll bring Charles in and then we'll talk about this uh, CFL, NFL. Uh, I'm really confused about this. Um, Welcome to the show, Charles. How you doing, buddy? I'm fine. How are you? We're doing fine. We're flying through the agenda right now. We're laughing at uh, Brandon Banks and the various Daniels uh, for giving Randy Ambrosi deadlines and all sorts I'm of stuff. I'm giving so you we're just till going... July 3rd. Yes, 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 yes. And Brandon Banks says that if the Hub City's not Hamilton, he's not playing. Good. Goodbye. Good. All the more reason to have it somewhere else. Correct. Okay, uh, since we got you here really quickly, um, we did the scores early on. Uh, yep. Ottawa, Montreal, Montreal being the home team, uh, Ottawa being the higher ranked team, but I think that they're, because they're both zero zeros, there's no no points for that. Montreal gets five. Uh, Will and Mark took Montreal. CJ took Ottawa. Uh, I will also take Montreal. Okay. Uh, Winnipeg, Edmonton. Edmonton is at home. Edmonton, uh, Winnipeg has got the. Uh, Point advantage, so it's a wash. Um, everybody took Winnipeg. I'm going to be different. Uh, something, I just get a feeling about this one. I'm taking Edmonton. Okay. Uh, Calgary, Toronto. Toronto is a got 10 points in here, being home team and the higher-ranked team. Uh, Will took Calgary. Mark and CJ took Toronto. I will take Calgary. Okay. And uh, BC Saskatchewan, it's a wash. Um, BC higher rank, Saskatchewan home team. Uh, Charles, Will, and CJ took BC. Mark took Saskatchewan. Oh, sorry, you haven't told me who you want to pick. Well, according to our thing, BC's been putting up like 70 points every week. So I'll take BC. Okay, good. Okay. So moving on. Uh, this this article about the NFL helping out the CFL, this one's a strange one for me. Is this just like a concept? Or is this... I think so. ...something that is actually being floated? I mean, it is the big league uh, that has put this out. Canada loves Tom Brady. No, he does. No, they don't. Uh, no, they don't. Um, Nobody does. So the answer here is... Do we want to accept some money from the NFL if the league is in trouble? And what are the consequences? You know, when you you, you pick up a website and uh, there's always advertisements on it, right? And one is hair loss. The other is Viagra. Uh, the other one is uh, how to make abs and uh, Bridget pictures. Okay? So... You know, this isn't like a real powerful website. But uh, would could or would 
the NFL save the CFL if they get into serious trouble. Uh, the NFL has saved the CFL in the past. Uh, they don't consider them a competition. They do find them useful. Uh, we are a very good training ground for the NFL. Uh, they do take a lot of players from us. Uh, what do you think, guys? Uh, what what could happen? It, I mean, is this a it, this isn't going to be an NFL buyout of the CFL? I think this is just kind of like a gift of money or a loan of money or some something in there. I don't know. Uh, somebody says that they would turn the CFL into a developmental league. I don't see that happening. I don't think the NFL wants to change the CFL any. And I've always thought that uh, if that if that did happen and used it as like a farm team, a farm league like the AHL in the um, in hockey, which I don't think it could do that because it's not. Um, that would be the end of the ratio. There's no absolutely no way that they would give us money and uh, have Canadians playing on the thing that are never, never destined for the NFL. So uh, we have to be very careful on how this happens. Uh, I can't believe that this woman spelled Canada wrong. Okay. Uh, Mark, what's your thoughts on this one, buddy? Um, you're asking if it's real. It's just conjecture by... Rash Madani. There's a link on there to a longer article from your favorite um, CFL site. Um, he's not, it's all he's not my he's not my favorite guy. <laughs> no, your favorite CFL site. There's a link there where the article is actually longer. Three Down it's Nation. He's talking. It's from Three Down Nation. Talking to a Rash Madani. Why? Uh, ways to save the CFL. Who cares what he says? And this is one of the Honestly, ideas. He annoys me. That this is one of the ideas is because it's not like the NFL has never saved the CFL before. No, exactly. The leagues do have history of the NFL going, "Well, here, take some money and shut up." So maybe they'll do it again. Who knows? I think this is a different story. I think there's a a, a much greater need. I don't think four thousand oh, yeah. four million dollars or eight million dollars is going to do it this time around. No, 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 no. They need a lot of money. They needed a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if the NFL is going to do that without strings attached. Uh, there's going to definitely be some caveats involved in this, and uh, I don't. And know. if they want to call us NFL Canada. And we play our games by CFL rules. I'm cool with it. Long as I get I, my I'd rules. be good with it, too. I mean, it, it, yeah. a lot of the millennials will start watching it now. Uh, mm-hmm. you'll, get a, you'll get a lot. You'll get a lot of Americans watching it because the NFL teams would be throwing their players, junior players, up at us to get some experience and stuff like that. Uh, yep. I think it would up the up the level of the game, but it would kill the ratio. The ratio would be done. It, Canadian players oh, yeah. just done. There's just and, and and would you be okay with that? You know what? Not a hundred percent yet, but I am certain to lean that way. I know it's wrong, everything else, but I just want to see the best football players on the field. 
at this point, I want to see football players on the field. But maybe they can have a token five or something. So we don't miss the diamonds in the rough. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't mind if they at least, um, you know, kept a certain number of spots for Canadians. It doesn't have to be a lot, but keep five or seven spots for Canadians. I've got no problem with that. Because And then, like, when a certain Winnipeg Blue Bomber, Saskatchewan Rough Rider, linebacker, retired, and there's people saying he was a great Canadian player, and the only bloody reason he had a t- however many year career in the CFL was because he was Canadian. You can't tell me there isn't better American linebackers than Sam Hurl. Of course there are. <laughs> so, less Canadians means better players. I hate to say it, but in some cases it's right. Go ahead. I don't disagree. Go ahead, Charles. Tell us what's up. Again, like I said, I would still want to see some sort of spots reserved for Canadian players. I think that's fair. Now, I don't think you need to have, like, the starting ratio. I don't think you have to have this and that. But there should be, I think, if it's going to be a Canadian league, even if they were to rebrand it NFL Canada, but they kept it a Canadian league with Canadian rules, I think there should be a certain number of Canadians in the lineups. Having said that, I mean, like we said, this is not the CFL. The NFL has helped out the CFL before. Uh, It may need to be more uh, than, uh, well, it will need to be more than before, I think, at this point. Uh, But if it's a matter of getting NFL help, or the league folding? Sorry, uh, I'll keep the league uh, going and take the help from the NFL. It just makes sense. Uh, are you really that hell-bent on the CFL and Canadian ratio that you'd rather see the league fold as opposed to the league actually still playing? To me, that's ridiculous. It's a no-brainer at that point. Uh, keep the league. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if it makes for a better league, I'm all for it. So, yeah, no, I have no issue. If that if that's what it comes down to, I've got no issue with it. Okay. William. William. Really? Do I, do I, really? Do I have to answer this? <laughs> yeah, no, you're an NFL fan. I... Okay. No, 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 no. It's a fuck no for me. No, really? Really? If the, if the fuck no, NFL Canada? Well, why the fuck wouldn't I just watch the NFL then? Well, because the NFL's boring. Exactly. And so we're going to bring be the Canadian fucking rules. boring to Canada? No, I think we all said no, that the CFL rules have to stay. If if it's going to be a development league, they're not going to allow Canadian players. They're not going to allow Canadian rules. So it's the fucking NFL. Oh, I disagree. So why why wouldn't they play watch the NFL? It's just dumb. Okay, they're too. You see, the thing that that and and as far as the money goes, get fucking Pierre Junior to give the CFL money so we can stay afloat. Okay, I mean, I, 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 I agree. I, 
I'm a CFL fan, okay? It's a different brand of football. Yeah, maybe there's some Americans that are better than some Canadians, but are they going to be better in the Canadian Football League? Maybe not, maybe so. Who knows? I, I, I'm sorry. I just I, I, I can watch the NFL. If I, if I wanted to, I'd just watch the NFL, and I'd, I, I'd not watch the CFL at all. Isn't the CFL already a development league, though, for the NFL? It pretty much is quasi, no. yes. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's why the guys all well, want one-year contracts. Well, yeah, but how many of them end up in the NFL? A few. Every year. The, the, how many end up in the NFL? Probably maybe one, two, but... Okay. okay. Oh, no, there's a, more than a dozen. Okay. Okay, so no, 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 no. There's a difference. Who's your, who's your, who's your favorite player in Winnipeg, Mark? My favorite player in Winnipeg. Currently, currently, currently. Currently, Kolaros. Who? Kolaros. Zach Kolaros. He's not going. He's not going to the NFL. No. Okay. Not in this century or the next. No. Okay. So, so who cares about the guys who go to the NFL? I mean, do, do do any of you guys actually follow the guys who go to the NFL? Yeah, I follow I mean, Cam Wake. Well, yeah, yeah but so you I. know what? Cam, Cam Wake is an exception to the rule because not only was he a superstar in the CFL, but he was a superstar in the NFL. The NFL made a mistake, okay? Made a huge mistake. Oh, without question. Cam Wake in the in the NFL. So he's a he's an exception to the rule. He sticks out. Okay? Yeah. Did I watch I, one I still follow him. Did I watch one Philadelphia Eagle game last year to see Alex Singleton play special teams? No. I might have watched it in the exhibition, but no. So no, I'm I'm and you know what the the funniest thing is guys that twenty years ago I probably was the complete opposite. I watched more NFL than CFL. But now in the last 20 years, it's like, nah, I don't want to see them come together. I want them to be separate forever. forever. The NFL is a, is a league on its own, and I watch it to fill my football need. The CFL is unique upon itself. I, I don't want them to ever merge. Um, even, even, you know what, if the CFL was going to go titters, I, I don't care. I don't want them to put an NFL name on it because it wouldn't be the same thing. Just my opinion. That's all. Okay. And and here's where I'm going to say that I don't think that the NFL would put their greasy meat, uh, meat hooks on it the way that you believe that they would. And it is because the CFL uh, they're they're businessmen down there, okay? They're, they're not stupid. Yes, they're most of them are all billionaires. They're they're businessmen. They still want the CFL to make money. It still has to be a profitable entity. It can't just be unless they're just going to throw money at it year after year, you know, nonstop. Okay, it needs to be profitable. The teams need to be profitable. Okay, it's CFL is a gate driven league. If they changed it to four downs, if they changed it to all NFL rules, the fans wouldn't go see it. The Canadian fans would stop going to see the games. 
would you get a whole pile of stupid millennials going to it? I don't know yet. Okay? But I wouldn't even watch it on TV. So now the viewership for TSN would pummel, and TSN wouldn't be getting the sponsor dollars because there's not the audience. So they're not going to pay the money to the league for that. So the CFL gets less money. No, the the NFL, if they bought the league, so to speak, and, and funded the league and changed the name to NFL uh, Canada or whatever else, it'd be like naming GM Place or Rogers Center or whatever else. It's name only. They're not going to touch the rules. They're not going to touch the game. My opinion, my opinion only, but I don't see it. I, I, I can't see them. They want it to be profitable, and it won't be if you fuck with our rules. I, I'm, I'd but never watch how, another but game. Then, but then but then, how does it come, become a developmental league? Because they're playing different rules. They're playing with all that motion. How do they develop players like that? Well, I, I really believe that the CFL creates a unique and and a perspective on playing the game and the players that come up from the CFL go back to the NFL because they've all played NFL rules in in college right four down rules I, I think that it changes the perspective and the ability of those players I think it makes them a better player and I and I would agree with that it probably you know what? You play in the CFL for three years, go back to the NFL, it probably makes it easy because there's no motion. Yeah. No. No nothing. If you're a defensive player, it's like, wow, I only got to concentrate on that. Okay, I'm good with that. I, yeah. You know, and if you do turn the league into an NFL development league with NFL rules, it becomes another AFL or whatever the other league was called and and it's just not it's not going to work it wouldn't work sorry uh, and people would not go right I think it, I think yeah I still think you got to keep it I'm sorry uh, whether we like it or not I still believe that the NFL considers the CFL a quasi uh developmental league they'll never say it publicly but let's call it what it is. Um, and well, there have been players I, for years that have successfully gone from playing three down to four down. I don't think that's necessarily uh, a huge issue, to be perfectly honest. Mark. Yeah, I was talking into my muted my, uh, phone. Um it's. I don't. It won't work if it's NFL rules. No. What if no. they prove that? Because it's It'll also collapse. going to be NFL prices. It'll be NFL prices too. Uh, not necessarily, because it's not going to be uh, NFL players. You're talking about that the, the exhibition game that came up to Winnipeg? No, it's not the same. No, 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 no. They're not going to pay their players sixty thousand dollars Canadian. It's not going to happen. Anything at sixty American, they're not going to. If it's an NFL full NFL league, they're not paying their players in Canadian money. 
Yeah, but yeah, there's going to work. be a full NFL league. I, I think the, the owners are still going to own the team. I think the NFL yeah. would just be buying the league. That's what I'm hoping. Is if it, And this is all conjectured. There's no of course it is. reports of it happening or anything else. <laughs> Let's face it, CFL reporters are bored and looking for a story. And, hey, it's gotten us to talk about it for, what, half an hour now? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yeah we're having fun with it. You know, if it stayed the Canadian rules, I got no problem with it, really. Yeah. As long as it stays Canadian, like they did before, just here's some money, go away. Yeah, basically, right? And I, I believe the NFL considers the CFL an asset, okay? It, a valuable asset. It's game the CFL, The CFL currently serves a purpose to the NFL. Extra Could game they make it? for the players. Yeah. And okay. they don't have to fly them from the NFL in Europe. No. I have nine time zones difference. <laughs> okay. Uh... Moving along. Michael, Pinball Clement says, Doug Flutie is the best player he's ever played with. Duh. <laughs> he's the best player that's ever been in the CFL. Okay. So, did, did you play somewhere else, Mike? I don't know. Uh, is there anything to be said on this one? Other than no. I think we actually had to kick two people out of the group because of this. Really? Oh, oh. it was interesting. The hate for Michael Clemens came out. How can you hate Michael a, Clemens? Apparently he's a whiner. Oh, whatever. The whiners okay. are the goofballs that are whining about this. Okay. I, I, there's no response to that one. Doug Flutie is no, the best. No. Is he, he's the goat? He's the goat of the CFL, the greatest of all times. There's just, I, I, I don't think there's a debate would, on that. I would disagree. I would disagree. Uh oh. Okay. Will you? Because stepping Marcus up today. Crandall. Marcus Crandall <laughs> was a good football player. <laughs> and 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 I think. And I think Sam Hurl's name should be in there too. Come on, have a little respect. Well, I Will, did not see had, that coming. I did. Will I just not have did the quarterback not see that tandem. Coming. Think of the quarterback tandem: Marcus Doug Crandall, Flutie and Marcus Crandall. No, Marcus Crandall and Drew Willie. Just imagine the amount of great cups. Ooh. Well, Marcus well, Crandall thinking. at least won one. I'm thinking if you put Marcus Crandall and Doug Flutie on the same team, they would be untouchable. Oh. Well, Flutie oh, would oh my obviously God. be the backup at that point, right? Dynasty. We're, we're talking dynasty now. Uh, a different era. It's a different era. Yep. Okay, so, yeah, we're just going to move on from that one because it's not. Ed Hervey fought to keep Devon Claybrooks but was overruled by David Braley. Any issues with this? Smart man, Mr. Braley. Why did you not fire Ed Hervey at the same time? He's the idiot that fielded the team. Um, yeah. 
why would you try to fight to save Devon Claybrooks? You know, I understand giving the guy a shot, and I honestly believe that he is going to be a, a, a good and or better coach in the CFL at some time in the future. But he just he wasn't there. You don't give a garbage team to a rookie coach. It's not fair to either team or coach. It's not fair. Charles. Could you see Ed Hurley fighting for Devon Claybrooks? Pardon? It honestly doesn't surprise me because he is the one that hired Devon Claybrooks, and he was his first hire here in B.C., so he wanted, I'm sure he wanted to give it more time because he wanted to make, make it seem or see if, um, you know, Devon Claybrooks would uh, would come through and so on. And I actually like Devon Claybrooks, but uh, it just seemed like he wasn't, wasn't right ready to be a head coach yet. But I understand why uh, Hurry V would have uh, gone to bat for him. Like I said, he was the one that hired him. He was his first hire as head coach here in BC, so I think Herbie wanted to see it through. But uh, obviously, David Braley didn't like what he saw, so he's like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna make a change," and they did. Typically, Kevin, the owner will um, will outlast uh, the the um, the GM. Yes. So, do you have an issue with David Braley stepping in and vetoing this? Do I have an issue? No. I mean, he owns the team. I mean, I like to also think, though, that the uh, the, the football operations guy doesn't get a lot of uh, interference from the owner. Uh, I think that's why you hire football operations people. But to be honest, uh, David Braley is a knowledgeable guy. So ultimately, I have no real problem with David Braley um, doing that. Um, no, but... Uh, you know what? I I would have been fine had Devon Claybrooks gotten another shot, but I'm not upset with them um, getting rid of him and bringing in uh, Rick Campbell, who I think is a, a good head coach. So I'm I'm not I I have no real issue with it. No. Uh, no, I'm I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm not really okay with the fact that we got to pay him for three years, but mm. we'll see see what happens. And uh, maybe maybe it's a reduced salary this year because we're not really playing. William, well, Devon Claybrooks was on the Calgary Stampeders. I, I know you weren't really a fan of his. No, there's a lot of people who weren't. You know what? I was a fan of the defense, the, the defense that he created, but sometimes guys don't make good head coaches. I, I personally think Ooh. that uh, BC should have given him another chance or that they shouldn't have signed him to three freaking years. Come on, guys. Really? Um. I, you know what, and and if you look across the league, the teams that are successful now are the teams that retain their coaching staff for long periods of time. Mark, what was Mike O'Shea's record his first year in Winnipeg? Do you remember? His first year off the top of my head? I don't know if they got seven wins. I mean, um, yeah. Okay. Year four, they were calling for his head. Right. Year one, they were calling been, for his head. You know, you know what? As a matter of fact, Mark, I I got a, a old Facebook memory on my thing today, 
and it was from 2016, and I just just I tore the bombers apart because they're horrible. Oh, I've I've screen capped a few of my friends just shredding me about O'Shea and Walters, and every so often after they won. I just would send them the screen caps of them ranting on it. It was fun. Well, no, and, and so what I'm what I'm saying is, you know, I I think uh, they hired they hired Clay Brooks. They should have given him a chance to build something. I mean, after all, I mean their record was terrible last year, but it wasn't that much worse than it was the previous years. And it takes a while to get a guy, let a guy get established. But bottom line is, David Braley is the owner. David Braley gets what David Braley wants. Pretty simple. His money, his team, if that's the way he wants to go, then so be it. You know, and, and you never know. Maybe David Braley and Devon Claybrooks were not, They maybe they didn't jive. That's possible. And Yeah, the bottom Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking during the whole Claybrook's process, I mean, Braley was still not feeling great. Is that correct? And now he's much better? And That's my maybe, maybe he's much better and he can pay more attention to the team and maybe he's not Braley's guy. So I I do have a problem with it, but I don't have a problem with it. I mean, my biggest problem is maybe they should have canned them after six games or eight games. So, who knows? Go ahead. Interesting. Okay. Mark, you got anything to add? Because I don't. Um, Fairly quick, yeah. Uh, This is um, Ed Hervey trying to save Playbrook's job. Is Ed Hervey trying to save his own job? He's now yeah, had to fire. A, he's had know. to fire a coach. How many coaches does a GM, especially in the CFL, get? Two. While well, he's on head coach number two, if there was a full season this year, everything was normal. BC starts off badly. Well, Ed. We brought in the head, another head coach for you. Bye. So he's saving his own job. Uh, I, I don't know if Ed brought in Rick Campbell. That might have been Braley. Well, with this coming out, probably. But you know what I mean. He's saving his job. Yeah. It's a CFL. It's a revolving door of the same 12 coaches. Same 12 GMs. Okay. Uh, and that's why I want to... Ryan Dinwiddie to do well. As a <laughs> yeah. We need some young blood. We got Milanovic back. Okay, great. I want to see head coaches under 50. I want to see young stuff going up here. It'll be more fun to watch, and it's not the same old guys. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I I still think that the, there we need to throw down a rule about head coaches being coordinators. I just and I know now with the management salary cap and the management salary cap being rolled back, um, it, it, it makes it even harder and harder to do that. But uh, well, that's why yeah. you see guys that are qualified to be coordinators or running back coaches. Yeah. But that's why we get um, quarterback coaches becoming head coaches without ever being a, a coordinator. Yeah. Right. Because they, they've never given been given the shot at a coordinator's position, mm-hmm. so they just they just jump straight to a head coach, and that's just like wrong. But the thing and is, too, I, is that. Go ahead, sorry, Joe. I'm just gonna say. I think the thing is, is that if you are a let's say a quarterback coach on a team where the head coach is also the offensive coordinator, you're probably getting more responsibility than your typical quarterback's coach um, because there are going to be times where the head coach is going to be needed elsewhere, where he's going to have to um, you know, deal with something else on the team. So the quarterback coach has got to be uh, more involved with the total offense because the head coach will ha- need someone else to step in uh, when he's needed in other areas. But to me, at that point, then, why are you even having a coach that's going to be a coordinator? To me, it doesn't make sense. Okay. I agreed all the way around on that one. Um where are we going to go now? Uh, Scott Milanovic, new head coach for the Edmonton Eskimos, says that Anthony Calvillo and Ricky Ray could have played in the NFL. He also said that three-quarters of the CFL players are capable of playing in the NFL. Is he completely out to lunch? Do you agree with him? They just haven't got the right chance. William. Three. Sorry, Charles. No, go ahead. We'll go. Uh, where is well, he? you know what? You know what? Um, I think NFL, for that matter, or the CFL, for that matter, it's all it's all about being at the right place at the right time and getting the right opportunity. It's that simple, okay? So do I, for example, think about Dave Dickinson when he was in the NFL? Who was in the quarterback lineup with Dave Dickinson? Drew Brees and, come on, help me here, Doug Flutie. So I'm sorry, Dave Dickinson didn't have a hope in hell. Okay, so once again, right opportunity, right time. Um, do I think some of the guys in the CFL could play in the NFL? I think so. I mean, the one the one thing, and I've talked to a number of people about it, and the one thing they say is that the guys in the NFL have much stronger arms, which I, 
I tend to find that hard to believe because when you throw an out in the CFL, you have to have a pretty strong arm. You have to throw a pretty strong arm. And so, yeah, I, I can see. And who do I think would should have made it? Could make it in the NFL? Ah, I think a number of guys over the years could have made it in the NFL. Didn't get a chance though. So, yeah, I mean, I it, it, it that. comes and back Scott, to the Cam Wake Scott, story, right? Right, right. And Scott Milanovic, I mean, he's been in the NFL for a while, and he was a quarterback coach for a while. Well, he played and, in the NFL, you know, right? I'd love to see. I'd love to see uh, what uh, Tom Clements's uh, opinion on that is, because he played in the CFL and he's been a offensive coordinator, quarterback coach in the NFL for years and years, decades. And yeah, and he would have a better. He would have a pretty good idea. So, yeah, I don't think it's it's far fetched. Once again. You know, you think about it, NFL doesn't have all that motion. You don't have as much to think about. So, and I definitely, you know, and, and I'm just going to put this out there. If he had got a look, I think Marcus Crandall would have been a shoe-in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, quite possibly yeah. there, you know. You know we probably talk more about Marcus Crandall than any other show out there. I'll guarantee it. Guarantee it. Because we recognize true greatness. We do. Sure we do. And a very drunk Winnipeg Blue Bomber football team. Yes, that too. Well, it's got to be an excuse somehow. Oh, no, Christopher, they were out until about 3 or 4 in the morning partying. All, so, and then they all got up at hangovers, especially Roberts. Now, he did run for over 100 yards with a hangover and cracked ribs. I don't know how the hell you do that. but. <laughs> so, um, did you guys see my uh, post about the Victorian England, about the... Um, mm-hmm. The ch- the cheapest way, cheapest place to stay for the night is to hang over a rope <laughs> for a penny. Uh, pretty funny. <laughs> That's where yeah, the hangover came gonna, If Of the two of them, Calvillo and Ray, who would make the NFL, Ray would have a better chance simply because he was there twice. He was never drafted yeah. in the NFL. Um, he spent one year with San Fran. I didn't really get into it real quick. And then he went back and tried out with the Jets again, spent a year there. Yep. The CFL field was kind of made for Ricky Ray. And Anthony Calvillo, as long as he could throw the football out of bounds, was going to play for 25 years. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like the argument with Damon Allen. It was Damon Allen in the top ten? He was a damn good running back. <laughs> you know, it's Ray had more of the 
mechanics of an NFL quarterback, but neither one of them, I don't think, can play for the NFL. And three quarters of the guys playing in the CFL today could play in the NFL. Oh, that number is high, ridiculously high. Uh, I would drop it to maybe 25% max. Yeah, 25. I would think a 25, 30% range. They're not big enough. No. They may have the talent. But the NFL likes big guys. So when you're a five foot nine D back, you're either playing in the CFL or you've got a job outside of football. Yep. I'm pretty sure I looked one time and there was I think the percentage of defensive backs in the NFL under six feet was like five percent or something. They like big, tall D-backs. You're, five, yep. you're six feet or under, you're coming up to the CFL. If you're six foot one, you're a huge defensive back in the CFL. And it's Another the same one. with receivers. Yep. They, look like, they like your six foot three, six foot four receivers. Yeah, Julian Edelman, I always thought was like five foot eight. The guy's six foot one, <laughs> and he looks like a midget compared to all the other receivers. Mm-hmm. And running backs, I mean, guys like guys who were like big time running backs in the CFL, guys like Charles Roberts, would never even have gotten a look in the NFL. Oh, he would have. They don't want some five foot eight. They don't want some five foot seven, five foot eight running back. No, they're not. He would have been up. You might have got on with special teams, like Stefan Logan did for a little bit, but never as a running back. Never as a full-time back. What do you think, Will? Is Kelvio good enough to have played in the NFL? No, I've never. I never. I didn't like Calvillo that much. I I I think he. I don't know. I I just never liked him that much. I don't know if he'd play in the NFL. Um. But you never know. Given a chance, you never know. Because, I mean, how many people didn't think he'd play in the CFL? I mean, he was behind what's his face in Montreal for how long? Oh yeah. Uh, come on, Tracy, Tracy Ham. Right, and then it was the system in his case. So, and I guess you could turn around. Christopher's going to say in the next breath, "Yeah, it's the same as Bo Levi Mitchell. He's the system he plays in. He's not very good." Well, I guess so. Whatever. Um, so, you know, I don't know if Calvio could play in the NFL. He, they obviously a lot of them had chances to play in the NFL. And it didn't work, but I still think it's opportunity, right? Yep. You know, I mean, you know, and and you can look at things. For example, who's uh, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name who just signed in uh, in in uh, New England? Cam Newton. Okay. I think right. Cam Newton sucks. I think Cam Newton is horrible. He's just never, I mean, he's a great athlete, but it just has not, 
taking him any further. And, and I'm curious to see if Bill Belichick could make a difference, but who knows? Who knows? So. Well, I mean, you guys are looking at missing the obvious here. I mean, there's it was a great quarterback that should have been in the NFL and just never got the right opportunity and the right chance to do that. And, Will, it's Marcus Crandall. Yeah. Like, he just absolutely – he could have been like the quarterback Cam Wake. He would just turned that league upside down. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm, and, I'm not feeling and, the love there. Since, no, no, and since you brought it up, you know, but I guess he probably couldn't have made the NFL because of his nickname, Air Canada. Because you never know, <laughs> he could have made the NFL too. I can't believe the, the, the shit that the, people actually believe that this guy is good. Yeah, he was never given the right chance. How many freaking oh, chances did the guy need? This is not a football player. Since we have time, did anybody see the... There was a couple of posts put onto the page about with the COVID going on and the border being closed. Maybe the CFL should just play with all Canadian players. Oh, geez, yeah. You want to talk about something nobody would watch? I get the sentiment. Well, that's not true. Somebody would watch it, Charles. The 27 people that watch CIS games. Well, no, just think about it. There's 54 people in the roster, and that's 54 moms and 25 dads. And And my mistake, 300 people, and you might get 350 if you had a beer discount. Yeah. Okay. Imagine so, trying uh, to find 27 Canadian quarterbacks. So you had three per roster. No. No. <laughs> no. It it would literally be impossible. Will, your high school quarterback, um, if he's still alive, he could probably play. Yeah, it's uh, just like no. Okay, um, where am I going here? Uh, Christian Jones, Edmonton Eskimo. He he put out a tweet, and the tweet was, man should sleep with Man should not sleep with man, and woman should not sleep with woman. I'm paraphrasing it, but those are pretty close to the exact words. And he lost his job. The Edmonton Eskimos released him for that. The CFL put out a scathing comments about it. I, I honestly don't see what he said wrong. It's his opinion. It's my opinion. 
that doesn't mean that I'm anti-gay. It doesn't mean that I am against the LBGQRTRXY group. It doesn't mean anything at all. I don't care what you do. My personal opinion is that. Now, if I was a woman and not a man, I'd be a lesbian because men are gross. So um, I, I just I, – I don't, I don't understand how you can fire a guy for that. And I – you know – it wasn't that bad. Mark, do you think it was that bad of a comment? Do you think he should have lost his job over it? No. It wasn't a bad comment. It was bad timing. Yeah. For any kind of comment that gets every Karen and Kyle losing their minds across the Internet. That's all it was. Yeah. The cancel I mean, culture won on that one. Can you imagine if Khalif Mitchell was still in the league? Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Charles, was it that? A week. Oh, it wouldn't have uh, gone that long. I could wouldn't just, have gone that long. I could just, Charles, ima- what, I could just imagine... What do, you, what? what do you think of this? Was it that bad of a comment? I'll be honest. I didn't like the comment. I thought the comment was rather ignorant. Uh, I know it, but the, at the same time, um, while I do think the comment was uh, ignorant, and I completely disagreed with his comment personally, that's my opinion, at the same time, um, I am not going to sit here and tell people what their opinions need to be. I I have every right to disagree with his opinion, and I do disagree with his opinion, but I'm not going to sit there and preach to somebody else because I think that's kind of um, hypocritical. Um, do I think he should have been cut? I personally think he should have apologized. Uh, I, 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 not apologize for his opinion, but I think right now, um, the, with the climate and everything, especially being in Edmonton, uh, with all the controversy between with the name and everything like that, he would have been much uh, better off just, you know, just keeping his up. mouth shut. Yeah, just keeping his mouth shut, keep his opinion to himself. But I think, you know, again... I don't think a person should lose their job because they've got an opinion uh, that differs from other people. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, they, they have the right to fire or cut whoever they want, but I think that they should have been given the option to apologize and move on. Because What's I the difference between what happened right. to him and Colin Kaepernick? Well, that's exactly. I mean, people don't like to say that, but it's it's not it's not an unfair comparison. They just happen to have basically opinions on different sides of the specter. It was wrong to happen to call her Kaepernick. You can't say it's wrong just because you don't like the opinion, and I don't. But uh, at the same time, uh, I'm not gonna sit here and preach to someone what they should and shouldn't believe. I don't, uh, because I wouldn't want them to do that to me. 
correct. But there are certain things that you should just shut the fuck up on. And this this one of them. This was the absolute worst timing on International Pride Day. Being an Edmonton Eskimo. Yeah, that didn't help. Coming out and saying something this stupid. I don't disagree with him. I happen to agree with him on his belief system. Okay? That doesn't mean that that's the way that it is. That doesn't mean that I have a problem with it any other way. I I just I don't think human if it was any anything other than that, you can't appropriate. We, we the, the human race wouldn't survive, which it, it, in looking at the world right now might not be a bad thing. You know, the planet would be better off without humans on it. Um, controversial. I want to hear from the big guy. William. William. Come Hello, on over here, William. Hello, this is God. You said the big God. guy. Hey, sorry, what did he say? What did he say? He said man should not sleep with man and woman should not sleep with woman. That was all he said. That Those were pretty much his exact words. At least he's 50%, right? Um, yeah, um, <laughs> at least take videos. Um, um, oh, you're going to be in trouble. I didn't say that. You did. But you know, what? Um, you know what? He's he is he is representing the Edmonton Eskimos. Agreed. Agreed. He he shouldn't. We we have a policy at work about people being on Facebook and ever mentioning the company I work for. And that is a big no no. And it's it's in our employment agreement that it is automatic dismissal. Um, regardless, um, he is entitled to his opinion. Uh, you know, should he have gotten fired? Well, if he doesn't, if that's not representation of the Edmonton Eskimos, maybe he should have been fired. Um, do I have a problem with anybody expressing their opinion? No. But in some situations, there's going to be consequences. Now, my biggest issue is if that had been if that had been Trevor Harris, would he have gotten cut? Bang on. That's what I said. Um, yeah, Mitchell would would Calgary have cut Mitchell? Because this was would BC this was, have cut this Riley. Was no, this, this was Christian Jones, right? Yeah. Who? Career special teamer. Who, who was he? Is, was He's that who it was? He's a kick returner. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, they're a dime a dozen. Um, yeah, he's, you know, so maybe maybe he should have kept his mouth shut um, because he is not a big name. But, like, if, if a Trevor Harris had done that or somebody like that, they would have made him apologize, but he would still have a job. So it's it's a double standard, but we see double standards all the time. And like I said, I have no issue with people expressing their opinion, but you know what? Sometimes your opinion has consequences, and it's too bad, you know. Yeah. So 
Look at if that kick a- returner from. Look at the kick returner from Calgary two years ago that got arrested by the police, and now just recently, I think he got arrested again for domestic violence or some crazy. Yeah, thing he like got that. rearrested so, about three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? I can't remember. Oh God, he was a great kick returner. Damn it. Um, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember the name. Life is, we all know life is about choices, and some people make terrible choices. So, it's that simple. I don't agree with him getting fired, but I do agree with him should keep his mouth shut. So, Roy Finch. Yes. Thank you, Roy Finch. Roy Finch, that's correct. Great kick returner. Yeah. His his wife was found stabbed. And he was also the guy who tried to beat up the police. <laughs> and it didn't go well. <laughs> that didn't go so okay. well. I, I remember no, that picture. Yeah, I do too. It's like, oh, Lordy, you're, you're so silly. Like, you know what, guys? Like, uh, I oh, I could just run with this. I'm not going to. I'll just keep my mouth closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's too much happening right now with the. Uh, never mind. It, yeah, it's just it's just there. Be quiet, Christopher. You're gonna get in trouble. Oh, I know. I am. I am. Without question, I am. Been having some uh, some interesting conversations with my good friend uh, David Benefield lately, and we just basically stopped talking. Just because it made more sense not to. Okay. What else do you guys want to talk about? CFL.ca all-decade team looks at receivers and DBs. All-decade. Is that a song? We haven't really looked at that stuff yet. No, we haven't looked at any of them. We talked about it once a little bit last yeah. week, not very much so. What last week? The week before? Or I don't think we got to it last time. week at all. Might have been the week before. I yeah. like the all decade versus all time. Yeah. Well, because, because you keep it in an era. Although I did watch on YouTube the other day um, the game against Saskatchewan where Mike Sellers just went off. Yeah. I'd love to see a running game again like that. It was almost like that with Winnipeg last year, but just with Roberts and then Mike Sellers. And then I was reading that the perfectly I have to disagree. I have to disagree. Why? There'll never be a there'll never be a Charles Roberts and Mike Sellers ever again, okay? Oh, I know. That was just that was just too good. Nobody's even come close to that. They'd come into Winnipeg. It would be thirty five degrees. And in the entire first half, they would hand the ball off to Mike Sellers. You've got a six foot one, two hundred and forty pound running back coming down on hundred and seventy pound D backs. 
They did it the entire first half. In the second half, Sellers was there to block for Roberts. Mm-hmm. By the time the second half started, there was nothing left of the defense. You got that that size? You know, that's, what, 15 years ago, I think, now. And there still hasn't been a running back of that size on the CFL. He started off as a defensive end with Edmonton. And they actually converted him to a running back. And then the guy goes on to the NFL, runs the ball 35 times, gets, what, 28 or 29 touchdowns, 40 yards rushing, and makes a killing in money. Why don't we see bigger running backs like that? Why do we see why are they always little midgets? Why do we get scat backs? I think it has why? to do a lot of it has to do with the size of the field because when you've got a guy, a small little guy scat back there that can get to the outside, it can use his speed, that really um is an advantage because you got a guy that can use his speed that can, speed that can get to the outside and turn the corner because of mm-hmm. a wide field as opposed to like a bruising back that's going to run up the middle and run over people. Now, we have had guys in the past, of course, that have been that type of back. Sean Millington comes to mind, Robert Drummond. Uh, you well, Sean Keller. Millington was a fullback. Yeah, but he used to run over people. Same thing. Willard Reeves was another one. So we have had guys like that, but a lot of teams have tended to go to the 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 smaller, quicker back. Uh, I think, like I said, a lot of because the size of the field. Because if you can get out there and get the corner and turn the corner, then you've got some um, you've got a guy that can get a lot of yardage for you. Well, it's like the kick returner slash running back that's been with BC forever. What's his name? Little guy. Which one? The kick returner, and then they all of a sudden tried to turn him into a running back the last two years. Was that Logan? Stefan Logan. Okay, yeah. Stefan Logan. No, that is Logan. Okay. He, yeah, but he was in Montreal. No, he was yeah, in Montreal. Like, You're not thinking of the right guy. Who um, am I thinking of? He stepped out of the end zone the one game. Oh, yeah. so excuse me, Chris Rainey. Yes. Chris Rainey, yes. Right, Chris Rainey. Yeah. The Rain when man. you have a guy that size and that speed, you can use him at two positions. You can use yes. him at running back, and you can use him as kick returner. If you have a guy who's 245 pounds, he's not returning kicks. No, no. And in the cash-conscious way they do everything, I would love to see another tandem like Sellers and Roberts, where you've got 240 pounds and 190 pounds, if at the most. And a guy who actually never worked out, ever, and smoked a pack a day. <laughs> Bizarre. You know, just, just, just being a BC Lion homer here, 
I, I remember back in, in the early 90s, we had a guy named uh, John Volpe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. He was a little guy. I, I know he was like five, five, six, five, seven, five, eight, something like that. But he was built like a brick shit house. Oh, he ran. Yeah, he was. And and he just went up the middle and he'd run through people. I oh remember yeah. Remember him too. And he he looked like Woody from Cheers. <laughs> I remember him too. He was rookie of the year. Got a big head. Wanted to go down to play in the NFL. Went down to the NFL. Didn't make it, came back, and was never the same. But I, well, another reason, I, like Will said, we won't see another Roberts and Sellers together. The only reason Sellers was in the CFL is he got suspended in the NFL for smoking too much pot. Yep. Yeah, and in my mind, you know what, Scat uh, Baxter, there will never, ever, 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 and I still don't know of anybody out there you can compare to Charles Roberts. He was unique nope. upon himself, no doubt about it. Yep. When you put in the whole story of him, he would not work out. They would carry him into the weight room. And he would go sit in the bathroom. He smoked a pack a day. He drank like a fish. He walked out of the team, I think it was three times. And still the biggest crime is he didn't get 10,000 yards on the bomber uniform. And especially for him to get his 10,000 yards in the BC Lion uniform. Yeah. It was just wrong. On so many levels. Didn't bother me none. Oh, I guess not. No. No. The greatest trade in the history of Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Do you remember who they got, who they gave up? What, running back? Who what? Who uh, BC gave up for for Roberts? Joe Smith. Oh, God. Joe Smith. For Charles Roberts. You want to talk about a space cadet? Oh. That guy was a nut. They released him at the end of the season. Yeah, he, he was crazy. We gave up, we gave up the great, one of the greatest running backs in the history of the CFL for Joe Smith. But it wasn't. A, and was that a was that a was that a contract problem, Mark? What was it? They never really said. I don't know if it was his attitude. Got they maybe Doug Berry finally had enough of it. It never really came out. The only thing that ever came out was after Doug Berry phoned Roberts to tell him he was fired. Doug Berry hid in his car because he saw Roberts heading into the bomber offices. Doug Berry was getting into his car and apparently hid in it until Roberts left. Mm. So, you know, it it was a very nasty ending. And it was just stupid. Just stupid. 
you know, we always say that players eventually all retire and everything else. Yeah. And not a guy of the stature of Charles Roberts. And the fact that every beer-drinking fan in the stadium was probably partying with him the night before. It was just different. And he only played, what, was it eight, eight years, nine years? And then he got the knee injury. But he had over 10,000 yards, and he didn't yep. even play 10 years. No, he was a phenomenal running back. And I kid and stuff like that, that because he, fin- he did finish his career with the Lions, but rightfully he should have never played for any other team other than the Bombers. Mm-hmm. He still retired a Bomber. <laughs> yeah. He took a handoff from from Steagle. Whatever. Okay. What else do you guys want to talk about? We're off the agenda. Uh it we're finished yep. that. We're finished last year's last week's agenda. We no, we didn't. We, we didn't do the head to head battle between Bo Levi Mitchell and Mike Riley. Who would you take? Ah. You remember that one? Right. That's to, right. I have to go back a ways to find the link for that. We have 15 minutes. I'll let you guys go back and forth. This will be entertaining. You will? and Will. This one might be entertaining enough just to listen. Because this might be more entertaining that way. If anything put me last on this list, I just want to sit back and listen and giggle. Well, you know, everybody says that Mike Riley is a, is is not that good of a quarterback because for the last three years his team has not made the playoffs. Okay? Everybody forgets that football is a team sport. It's not up to one person whether or not the team makes the playoffs. But during that period of time, when he was healthy and on the field, he was leading the league. On the shittiest teams in the league, if he was on one of the best teams in the league, what would he have been doing? I don't think there's even a debate here as to who the better quarterback is. It's Mike Riley, hands down, no questions. I mean, his his completion percentage on a four and eight team against Calgary. These are these are head to head stats against each other when they're playing Calgary and, and uh, Calgary against BC or Calgary against Edmonton. Uh, Mike Riley went four and eight. Bo Levi Mitchell went eight and four. But his his completion percentage was sixty eight percent. Mitchell's is sixty two. Yards are. Similar, but Riley had more yards. Uh, yeah, I, I, yards per attempt are pretty much a wash. Interceptions, Riley had less interceptions. Riley had more TDs. Efficiency rating is is huge difference between the two of them. Uh, I I don't know how you can even say that there's any kind any kind of comparison simply because. Mike Riley was on a on, on a shit team, and he still fared his his. It didn't affect his stats. He he himself performed 
admirably, if not better than anybody else in the league, the, the rest Do of the team let him down. Say how much? Um, I'll just put in one thing real quick. Do those stats say how much of his yardage was in garbage time at the end of the game when they were down by 30 points? Nope. How? There are no stats that says that, I don't believe. I'm not sure. Six one half does the other. I, I I don't know. I'm gonna sit back and, and 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 let Will go now, and then Charles can come in. William, you know what? Better quarterback. You know what? We wouldn't even be talking about Mike Riley and Bo Levi Mitchell if Marcos Crandall had played in their era. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no comparison. Hands down, we know who'd be the winner. Yeah, that guy should be um, paying us money for the amount of times we mention him. I think we should invite him on the show just to just to re, just so he'd realize how good he actually was. Okay. So, anyways, um, you know what? I, I can't disagree with anything Christopher says. Stats, yes, yeah, stats are a big thing. He's got all the best stats. As Al Davis used to say, does everybody know what Al Davis used to say? Yeah, it's all about the win. Just win, baby. That's it. That's all Bo Levi does. Just wins, baby. That's all I have. That's all I have to say. I'll never, I'll never win an argument because you think Mike Riley is great and skill-wise, yeah. But you know what? Maybe if he was on a better team, he wouldn't have had to. They wouldn't have had to depend on him, and maybe he wouldn't have done as well. Okay. Where does that make let's sense? Look at. Let's look at the greatest quarterback in football history, guys. I want your opinion. Who's the greatest quarterback in football history? Flutie. Flutie. We're talking no, CFL football. No, no, football. All football. football. Not football. All football. My, I would say, Taunton uh, NFL. I'm saying um, Joe Montana. Okay. Mark. Yeah, I can go with Montana. Easily. CJ. I don't know anybody in the CFL. Uh, Montana. NFL, okay. NFL. Uh, Dan Marino wasn't he what like the Dolphin guy? That never won a yeah, Super Bowl. Yep. Okay, so here, here's my here's always been my big my big dilemma. I like Roger Staubach. I thought Dan Marino was hands down the greatest quarterback in the history of football. Oof. Never won a Super Bowl. Never I won did. a Super Bowl. Damn, am I good? Never won a Super Bowl, but he had skills like there was no tomorrow. And and I think that's the reason he never won a Super Bowl was because he had such great skills, they never gave him any support cast. Nope. Mm-hmm. So, they gave him crack like, The guy was that. fantastic. The guy was fantastic. But there's always that asterisk in my mind that he didn't win a Super Bowl. So can he, he be the greatest? Super Bowl. So a can lot he of be the greatest? Have this same asterisk. Right. Yeah. You know, I, 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 in those yeah, stats, how many years has Riley been in the league? Uh, 
Eight. How many gray cups? Two. One. Two. 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 One. One. Two. No. He wasn't the starter. One. He was still it on the team, matter. though. Okay. Yeah. One is the matters. starter. We'll say one is the starter. Okay. How many years for Bo Levi Mitchell in the league? I think he's been uh, in five. Five? No, 14, no, longer, 13. longer, longer, longer. No, it's um, been about seven, I no, think. No, what year is this? Twenty? <laughs> Six? Twenty. Eight. He's been here for eight. Yeah. Riley's been in the league ten starter, years. Though? How many years as a starter for Mitchell? Eight? Uh, Fourteen. No, no, so he no, started no, in two. Six years. No, no, he started six in 2014. Years. Was his first year as a starter, so six. Okay, so six years. Yeah. Riley's been a starting quarterback since he left BC. So that's so 2013. Years. Okay, so seven years. That's seven. One more year. Two great cups for Mitchell in less time. So what? Mitchell's got how many great cups? Two. Yep, two. In and time. Riley's got one. Mm-hmm. Okay. But look at the teams that, that Riley's been on, and look at the teams that Mitchell's been on. Riley's here's had some ar- awesome teams in Edmonton. Here's where I'd like to you to think about this. Put Mike Riley, hypothetically speaking here, Mike Riley and Bo Levi Mitchell on last year's Toronto Argonauts team. Give them equal playing time. Who would have been the better player? Put them both into Winnipeg on last year's team. Who would have been the better player on last year's team in Winnipeg? Yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell. Do you know why? Because Riley's all about three steps back run straight up the middle. I'm going to get those yards for that first down, and I'm going to get a headshot. No. Mitchell because is it, standing back and throwing the ball away if he isn't going to be able to complete it. But it, that's not what would have happened, because Winnipeg won the entire season. Their entire season was based on Andrew Harris, not on a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're not relying on Bo Lee. On the quarterback. Mitchell. Right. They're relying. Oh, no, no, but no, no, no. Hold on, though. You think Bo Levi has it easy in Calgary standing behind their offensive line? Imagine Winnipeg's offensive line last year. He could have had fucking dinner, okay? Yep. And not worried about anything. Mm-hmm. He would have picked yeah. people apart last year. Right. So this is, is my po- this is my point, okay? How many teams are like that? Calgary's been like that. Winnipeg was like that last year. Put him on yeah. Toronto. Put him on BC. Put him yeah. on Ottawa. Okay, wait, Put him wait on a minute, Ottawa though. last wait year. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mitchell Your would have got caught Labor Day. Your biggest claim to fame is that that Mike Riley has so much better skills, he makes awful teams better. What happened last year? Well, I think he made the BC Lions better than they were. Oh, my God. So they might not have won the games they did nothing, without him, right? They, they had no nothing right to win any games, and we ended up winning five. Yeah, but you beat Toronto four times, didn't you? 
No. It's only played him twice. A lot of the stuff against Winnipeg and the other games where Riley was on his back, constant, was also Mm -hmm. on Riley. It was also on Riley. At times it was. I can't disagree with that. No, I'm not. Well, I'll this way. The easiest way to put it was what I saw in his face was the Drew Willie syndrome. The BC Lion offensive line could have killed his career. Mm-hmm. And, and may have personally. And instead <laughs> of throwing the ball out of bounds, He's trying to run on second and 14 because he's already been sacked. And he's trying to get 15 yards running. He's a quarterback. Yes, he's a mobile one, but not all that running. Just throw the ball away and live. Mm -hmm. He's his own worst enemy. Not arguing. And that goes against him. They've they've always said that Bo Levi's biggest skill is his movement in the pocket. And that's why he doesn't run. What lack of movement in the pocket, you mean? No, no, he moves very well in the pocket. You have to watch him. He avoids yeah, everything. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah. He avoids everything. And he that's why he never runs. He's not interested. He's more interested in throwing the ball than anything else. Call him a coward. Call him smart. Call him whatever. You know, and no and cowards you know if he's throwing it into the stands. We can't. We can't finish this conversation because Bo Levi's career is not over yet, and I'm curious to see what he does in the next three or four years if he lasts that long. Because you know, uh, you know that uh, John Huffnagel is thinking about who's going to replace him already, right? Well, he should be. Why should he be? Well, because that's the biggest problem that most GMs have is when their star bonus quarterback retires or gets hurt late in his career, they don't have anybody to step up. What happened to Jim Pop in Montreal when Anthony Calvillo couldn't play football anymore? They haven't done anything since. I'm pretty pretty sure that if um, Calaris gets hurt, I'm sure that'll that'll be Bo Levi's next stop is Winnipeg. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sure of it. Anyhow. I'm okay with that. uh, That's the end of our show, believe it or not. We've gone through it. We're less than 90 seconds, and I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, This has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode 442. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. Charles, I know you didn't really get into that last conversation any. I hope you're okay with that. Uh, I'll let you say goodnight, but real quick, if you want to say something, go for it. We've got 50 seconds. Yep. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Mark, up to you. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week. And my good friend, William. Good night, everybody. Hopefully one of these shows we can talk about when the next football game is going to be. It would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be very nice. Okay. It would be.
right, you guys all take care, eh? We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.